No, I'm not Kevin. What's the li- line? Hi, I'm Jack. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is good company in the car. You know what? I really love surf guitar music. I love it. Did you know that? Uh, yes, actually, I think I did. I, I, you know, remember back in the '90s when swing music had that big revival? Yes, I did too. I liked the Squirrel and Zippers, and the, and there was another one. It was in all was the ads, gap bandy, in the you know, swing yeah, dancing, swing and all that. And I thought, yeah. if if big band and that stuff's going to have a revival, if we can get through that, surf guitar is not far behind, and it never happened. You know, like uh, Dick Dale and the Ventures and Wipeout yeah, and all that. Yeah. Just something where that sound is in the music. I Yeah. I, I just, I always thought that was going like, to happen. I like it, the Italian. The shadows. The Italian guitar that's made to sound American. And I, there's this, it's. Uh, it's are, are you talking about for like the spaghetti westerns? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. There's a, there is a, there's a, there's, there's a lot of guitar music that it's, it's. Aim towards or to match American style music. I'm but totally Italian. drawing a blank. Yeah, yeah, and and I is it I've, classical kind of? No, or? it's it's just, you know like it's really it's actually excellent background music yeah, for doing other things. I, I just and, saw surf music and but it reminds me of like more melodic surf music. Yeah, so. yeah. <clears throat> I just surf music's fun and it's evocative of the beach and yeah. I just thought that sound would have made it into a couple of hits. There would have been a revival, but it never happened, and I'm perplexed. I think because. Uh, when you hear surf music, you think of the Beach Boys. And you think of the 60s, kinda, but... Everybody kind of makes fun of the Beach Boys. I don't... I well, mean, even though they like... Because you don't I mean, find I, young people now liking No, you don't. But, like, Dick Dale's eternally cool. Who's you know? Dick Dale? He was the king of surf guitar. Oh, okay. That, that really fast... Well, He's yeah, the one who started that's excellent that. excellent guitar work. Yeah. You know, no, I not... mean, just instrumentals. I just thought there would be a, a thing. Uh, you're not feeling it. But I... Yeah, I, I have... Uh, what is it called? Voodoo Lounge? Yeah. I have the Voodoo Lounge collection, and that's all kind of that That kind stuff. of music. And yeah. it's good, right? Yeah. I think it's, it's very evocative. Because the Munsters theme song is yes. actually... Munsters is a, at surf guitar. Yeah. That would be like the... Like, why doesn't the, you know, or the, you know, do the Munsters a group and just make it a hit single again? You know? Because I think the Munsters theme was actually made it into the charts. Yeah, I it, I believe it did. I <laughs> and I think it. the... um Who else? Uh, there was another one of uh, those uh, that made it into... Batman. Batman theme made it into the top that's, 40. That's no, it's not. Music? No, it's not. But the band called The Jam covered it, and they made it into a surf guitar song. <laughs> it's really good. Well, that's not quite the same. It's not quite the same thing, and it was a hit, and you know, it wasn't a hit. It was never a hit, but they did it. So anyway, I just thought we would talk about music a little bit, because we're going to be talking about music a lot. <laughs> Yay! That's <laughs> yeah, a little better. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, ironically, ironically, the subject matter for what we're going to be discussing, we are uh, doing a contest regarding it, and technically, I'm out. Oh no! We the start date's December first, and we're oh, recording this. In okay. A, yep. So doing research for this does not you didn't count get in as, trouble. No. Oh, okay. We dropped well, the ball then, okay. on midnight on the last day of November. Oh, okay. So you're in. And um, what, uh, who Tracy Erlington, the lady who has the pub? And yeah, I always draw blank. I could see her. She she was like, "I'm out." I su- I was in the grocery store. I'm like, "No, no, no! You're 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 Tracy. You're you're fine." <laughs> so somebody okay. So, this so is it doesn't thing, start until the first. This is our third year of. I've playing. already heard the Mariah Carey song. Yeah. So okay. this is this is the premise for the game, and we have played it. This is our third year here. Good company. Third. This is our third year. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I know. Holy crap! So the idea is. 
You want to be the last man standing who doesn't hear this song. Correct. So last Christmas is everywhere. It's in shopping malls. If you go to malls, it's on radio ads. It's, it's people hum it, you know? Yeah. So if you can make it all the way to Christmas without hearing it, you've gotten, <laughs> you've done something, baby. I'm here to tell you. So it's that, kind of like Christmas music. Yeah. It's the last Christmas game. And you just have to say you're in. You, if you go to our, our, our Facebook group discussion, Page, good company in the car, Bigfoot and Bird Pop. It's on Facebook. And you can just say in. And yeah. even if you don't do that and you just hear it, you can just say out, log in and say out and tell yeah. us. But it's very funny. People were like, I remember somebody was telling me last year they were playing and they were in a mall and they weren't realizing it and they started singing along to the Muzak. And they're like, God damn it, it's yeah. last Christmas. Yeah. And they were like, I'm out. The uh, well, see now one of the you've got one of the goofy rules on this. I think it should be it has to be, be the original Ram version. No, and you're I, like no, blah, blah. no. I think it has I to almost be the wanted to. Version. I almost wanted to introduce the concept of if two people are playing and they know each other and one gets mad at the other person, they can do a suicide bomb That's and not sing the it to way them. It works. <laughs> you're making no. I said up. I was going to do that. I didn't I do know, it. No, but you That's can't funny. do that. It I mean, is I'm taking, funny. I'm taking you out right I'm now. You, Last a- Christmas, <laughs> I gave you my heart. <laughs> Take that, dummy. <laughs> does it work like that? It doesn't. If you want to make it, we we, we can still tweak this. Uh, the official I rules are still. I think it should only. It be can only the be wham. wham song. Done. That's a refinement. I am not above making. Yeah, that I think I think everybody's with that because I mean, if you hear a remake, because yeah, there are like five there, major there's, remakes. There's a couple of remakes, and, and it has to be the. All right. When I originally read the rules, this isn't our original game. When I, when I read whoever, I forget where I saw it. I was like, Oh, that's genius. And they said it could be a cover or the original. Eh, I think it should be the original. Because it's out there. You're going to hear it. More people are going to make it through longer if there are fewer versions. You know what I mean? Well, see, the thing is, is like, I believe last year somebody said, Well, I don't, I didn't listen to Christmas music at all. Well, that kind of takes the Well, some people aren't radio listeners. Like, you know, I I know a couple of people who said, but. I guess. Hey, you know, whatever works, whatever gets you to Christmas, because you're going to get that almond roca, <laughs> Aunt Polly's homemade yeah, roca, homemade roca from Laura. Exactly. It's so a prize worth working for. I, Christmas music to me has, like, all Christmas music is great, but I, I learned the, the, what do you want to call it, lesson or whatever? Mm-hmm. Lesson. So, so you're growing up, and whatever Christmas music you listen to when you're growing up, that's kind of what Christmas music should sound like to you, in Correct. my opinion. So for me, it's Gene Autry, it's Gene yeah. Garland, it's Ben Crosby, it's Dean, okay. it's all those really super classic, really white, which are still rich, really good today. Uh, the, the, the white 50s, that's who, yeah. that's who, uh, Julie Andrews, you know, and then I remember being at work and uh, one of the girls was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. I finally found, I think it was the Jackson 5 Christmas. And I'm like, ew. And she's like, what do you <laughs> mean, ew? And I was like, that's not in me. That's not Christmas music. That's not Christmas music. Yeah. And she's like, it was for me. And then it dawned on me. Yeah. That's the music she yep. grew up listening I, I, to. Santa Claus is coming to town by Michael Jackson. We, yeah. we've, all, we've talked about what a great voice he had when he was a kid. I didn't yes. like Michael Jackson's voice so much as an adult. He's an, an amazing well, he talent. Went, he went high. But he went in that falsetto. And I How just, I, when higher? he was a kid, man, that kid could yeah, sing. Yeah. But, but, you know, yeah. So, uh. I have, of course, I'm so old. I still listen to <clears throat> CDs. Oh, God. So, and I have a collection of CDs, and I want to listen. And I'm here to tell you, people, I found he does all the records that I grew up yep. listening to on CD. He's got them, and you you do still listen to and CDs. And then, of course, I Apple. I'm shaking my fist. Yeah. At one point, I had 
I have thousands and thousands of CDs, and I loaded, you literally do, <laughs> and I loaded them all into my iTunes yeah. so that I could listen to them on my iPhone. Huh? Well, iTunes many years ago, unless you bought it through iTunes, they you didn't couldn't load it up. They didn't acknowledge it. So when I finally ended up getting a new, you know, you keep getting yeah. new iPhones. At one point, all my old music. So that's why I still have my iPhone oh. five. Okay, that it's I got all the music use on as it? an iPod because I, I, all my CDs are. On. I did that with a bunch of CDs years ago i didn't realize now that i won't be able to access them because i didn't really listen to them but it was before i threw them out i uploaded them well you know but it i'm looking at I, you Catherine wheel i did well i i did and it still doesn't you yeah. know it, it's i'm All trying right. to well uh, oh the just, problems f- well <laughs> back of hand to forehead oh the problems behind the feigning oh, the couch problems. at your therapist exactly, exactly. uh the barista touched the lip of my cup oh ooh. <laughs> all Very right well funny. let's do a little background on wham real quick wham was formed well wait we have to explain what we're doing our our the uh podcast is just going to talk about the last christmas the how podcast the is about but last oh, last Christmas. Christmas. We're going to talk about how last this iconic, Christmas, how it came Wham's to Wham's last Christmas. And if, and, and if you don't know the song, well, you're going to learn all about the song. <laughs> Whether you want to or not. <laughs> so Wham was formed in 1981 in Bushy, which is a suburb of London. Is that and it near was, uh, stringy or flat? What's that? Is that near stringy or flat? That's near Chalk, chalk Farm. Oh. And you know all those weird, goofy names, Bushy and Woking. And where are you from, mate? I'm from Woking. Woking lad, yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> not a lot of people <laughs> no, know that. <laughs> so it's George Michael and Andrew Ridgely, and they were both born in 1963, and they were classmates together. Uh, they were called Wham in the UK, but they were called Wham UK here. I remember that. I had a college friend who had their debut album. It was called Fantastic. It was a big hit in the UK. It was kind of a, it made a bit of a splash here, but it wasn't that big of a thing. But I remember hearing the song Wham Rap. <laughs> I thought that was such a piece of shit. Wham, I couldn't believe it. I am the man. It's terrible. I know the two. Have you yeah. seen the video? Before? No, I don't think it's it. Oh, it's just, it's well, the Well, because that was the, that was before rap became rap. It was just well, speaking any, rhythmically any, with the music. Any song that puts the word rap in it isn't <laughs> rap. <laughs> Except a, a Sugar Hill Gang. They're the only ones who are allowed to say it. Yeah, well, yes. Exactly, but uh, true. so if the video for that, I remember... Uh, just they were doing a studio lip sync, and George is dancing his ass off, okay. and Andrews it was choreographed. George was really, really slick. Well, it was great. He was, oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. had good rhythm. Well, so they sold thirty million albums between nineteen eighty one and nineteen eighty six. Their second yeah. album was Make It Big, and that was the one that had all of those hits on it. Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. And uh, yeah, because you were supposed to wear the white slouchy shirt where it would no it, collar. And it says, and make you, it big. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that Ram, was the same year. Ram. And Shoes Life. They had a shirt that said Shoes Life. Yes. And that same summer, Frankie Goes to Hollywood were blowing up. And they had that. Uh, relax. Frankie, rela- Frankie says relax that yeah. everybody had. They only had three albums. And Music from the Edge of Heaven is their final one. I think Edge of Heaven is the one and, I listen to the most. And then they, have, they had some greatest hits albums. But... Last Christmas is the last single on that album. And the lead track from that was The Edge of Heaven, which I think is a really great tune. Oh, 
They're filming it, at, I think, at the Marquee Club in, in London, but it's really high energy. It's got a really, I think it's just really catchy. I, George Michael could write a pop tune. He yes, could. He, well, apparently, he not only did he write a lot of the songs, he did all the instrumentals and the vocals on them. I did not know that. He did, last Christmas, he did everything. Yeah. He did the keyboards. He did the drum machine. He did the production. He did all the singing. Andrew Ridgely could have been in goddamn Pakistan, he, for all we know, when they were doing this. And he had nothing to do it with it. It is interesting. I would actually like to know, because I've, I've seen a lot of stuff with, uh, because there's a movie called Last Christmas, and Andrew Ridgely has a lot to say about that. And he was yeah. in it, and had cameo and all that. And it's really interesting, because all of their songs were written by Wham. Yeah. So Andrew Ridgely got. Half of the royalties. He's on... worth fifty million bucks. Really? He would not have been if George just taken those credits. He'd he'd have a couple million. Eh. Um, here is uh, Andrew talking about how the song "Last Christmas" came about. February nineteen eighty four. Uh, during of all things, the big match, uh, a footy show. George jumped up from a sofa that we were sitting on, took himself upstairs, came back an hour later with the bare bones of a Christmas classic. Okay, so. Another song, another song from well, the. They were edge. like just hanging out, and he just like George just like kind of went upstairs and wrote it and did stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were watching a footy match, and he just went really? came back an hour later, and he had it. Hey, I got this but, song. I mean, so Andrew had, didn't do anything with it, and All then he's like that talent, yeah, talent. And then he said in the recording studio, he uh, filled it with Christmas ornaments and stuff just to make it super Christmassy. It was in <laughs> August. There's another song on that album. Which was called Baby I'm Your Man. You remember it? That inspired Morrissey to write the song Hang the DJ. Morrissey was in a cab. The Chernobyl accident had just happened, and the DJ was talking about this. And he's like, Oh my God, this is terrible. And I'm Your Man came on right after that. And he's like, We're just, we're hearing about a nuclear meltdown, and this comes on. So Morrissey wrote the song Hang the DJ. And you know, the lyrics are, it means nothing to me about my life. So I want to talk about George real quick before we talk about the song. Okay. So the George broke up Wham in 1986. He went on to have those all those wow, hits that long ago. Yeah, and he had you know I'm your father figure and faith, faith, uh, yeah, freedom, yeah. and all the way those in the 90s great. he was doing great. And, and he, in my mind it was still Wham. Yeah, it's always gonna be Wham. You no, know, yeah, yeah. And um, so he was doing well, but at, then in nineteen, then in nineteen ninety six, he's arrested in that car park or that park in uh, California for Beverly indecency, Hill. right? Yeah. So that was in nineteen ninety six, and th- from there on out, I feel George. That was the beginning of the end for George. He um he tried to play it off. He you know he's like oh you caught me, and he he went on like Oprah and tried to explain it, but I don't. He was never the same after that. Well, I think it was because it was too much public scrutiny. Well, and he it was embarrassed. I don't, but I don't think he was that embarrassed by it. I think he was more upset about the public scrutiny than he I, was well, about I mean, the actual he, act. I think he, I think, well, I'm going to call the blanket as embarrassed. Okay. But he never, it was, a, it was a blow to his ego that I don't think he ever recovered from. In the early 2000s, things started going bad for George. He got arrested for driving while intoxicated. It was weed mostly. He, got, he was found another time passed out behind the wheel of his Range Rover. I 
think it was weed and I think it was pills. Right. Got arrested again. Another time he got suspended sentences. He got his license pulled away. Then a little later in like 2008, he drove his Range Rover into the side of a pharmacy, a chemist. Yeah. So he got another. Along there, somewhere along the line, didn't he fall out of the car? 2011, he nearly dies from pneumonia. He's on a major tour of Europe, a 45 day tour. They're like, you've got pneumonia, George. You need to go to the hospital. He's like, no, he does another date. He's in a hospital in Vienna for months. For six weeks, he was on a ventilator and uh, they had to do a tracheotomy Oof. to keep him alive. They were like, he, and he gave this really tearful interview when he got back to the UK. He could barely talk. I remember seeing it and he was just whispering and he was just thanking everyone. It's like, I'm not going to go into the details, but I'm really lucky to be alive. So that was 2013. In 2000, no, that was 2011. 2013, he's on the M1 motorway. He's right. a passenger. They're going 60 miles an hour, 70 miles oh an hour. God. He falls Fall out, out of the car. car. The door, the lady behind him said the door just opens and he just fell out onto the highway. <laughs> God. And he later claimed he was just trying to adjust the door. It wasn't closed properly. Well, he didn't have a seatbelt on either. It he just, just fell out of the car. The fact that he survived. So that was 2013. And you know when he died? No. Christmas Day, 2016. Oh. Yeah. They found him, his partner, uh, that guy found him uh, on the couch down in their living room. Yeah. And uh, and that was it. So that's get the, that's the, the unhappy. He, he just, yeah. he was, you know, the. the well, the, you know, you, he. The bulb that burns twice yeah, that, as bright that's a burns bright half as burn long. Hard. Bright lights burn hot. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay, let's get down to brass tacks. Brass this is, tacks. The song was recorded in London in August of 1984. It has a tempo of 110 beats per minute, and it's written <laughs> in the key of D major. <laughs> It was, okay. it was recorded at Vision Studios London. Uh, George, as we mentioned, wrote, performed, produced, and played every single instrument on the track. They then flew to Switzerland, to a town called Sasfi, which is in southwestern Switzerland. It's on the border with Italy. It is one of the highest alpine destinations in Switzerland. It's surrounded by peaks, most of them over 14,000 feet. And I'm here to tell you, that's high. Yeah. And when you see the video, you see them going up and you're like, where's the mountaintop? It's just these, <laughs> remember the video? Yes. So, and of course, the whole time I'm watching the video, I'm like, there's a road. They could have driven up a road. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a village, 5,000 900 feet above sea level, surrounded by 13 peaks above 13,000 feet, which is the highest concentration in the Alps. And it's, it's also known as the Pearl of the Alps. And the director for the video was aware that Wham! already had kind of an iconic summer video in Club Tropicana. Okay. Do you know it when they're running yeah, around those goofy cool. little speedos? Yeah, they're so goofy looking. So he wanted to make this quintessential Christmas winter video. Okay. It's sort of a bookend to Club Tropicana. So that's why he chose this Alpine location. George and Andy just invited their friends. Those extras you see, right. those are all just their band, friends of the band. Well, uh, the one guy was in Spandau Ballet. I think it's Spandau Ballet. And he was uh, Martin Kemp, and he's married to Shirley of Shirley and Pepsi. Okay. So yeah. Shirley and Pepsi, who well, they were, were all friends. Those guys were all friends. Shirley and Pepsi were backup singers, and in and I think they were in a lot of uh, Wham videos. But they're in the video, yeah. And Shirley and Martin are married. Now, here's one of the little things that I can't seem to figure out. There's an actor in that video. I think I've even discussed this before on Good Company in the Car. There's an actor in the video. He's a little taller than the rest of them, and he kind of plays the 
the the doofus that's in the back that nobody's really paying that much attention okay. to. At one point, he's carrying wood in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he's got snow on his head. Yep. And, his, and then another point, I think he's carrying big bags. He is a big English actor, and I cannot place him. Yeah. I know I've seen him in other stuff where he's dramatic, uh-huh. dramatic roles, and I can't. I have. Scoured, I know what you're talking. I know exactly what you're I've talking scoured about. Scoured the internet. You know the cast of the video. The cast of the video does not list him. Yeah. So I, I don't know if anybody know knows. Let us know. <laughs> so the concept of the video, there's a at the, at the beginning of the video, you see these people taking this cable car up the side of a mountain. They've got their skis with them. And, you know, George pulls up in a Jeep and gets out and waves to everybody. And, and, of course, me, I'm like, well, that's a Jeep. I don't know what the other car is because it's some, <laughs> some European SUV of some sort. And they all, they're going in the cable car up. And there's a brief flashback. Wait, wait, a, wait. Nope. During the filming, mm-hmm. the, 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 the gondola lift malfunctioned during filming, trapping the cast in midair for over 20 minutes. Oh, that's great. I would have <laughs> I would have jumped out of it. I would have been terrified. I wouldn't have gotten on that thing to begin with. I'll walk looking. up there. But there's a brief flashback to a prior Christmas, and it's showing George presenting Kathy Hills, the actress Kathy Hills. She's the star of the video character with a jewel brooch in the present time flower her her new beau is andrew ridgely and ridgely is wearing the brooch suggesting she gave it to him but he's wearing it upside Upside down down. which is very symbolic and here's i have a little piece of uh the brooch belonged to andrew ridgely's mother oh it's a real i don't know if it was real diamond brooch or not but during the filming of the video it was lost in the snow oh wow and somebody else found it. Like, like they looked for it and Without were it? able to locate it. Very nice. So, They're apparently having lots of uh, snowball fights with right, the cameramen right, and right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, wearing a brooch out in the snow. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Speaking of Andrew Ridgely, here he is talking about George's iconic parka shot where he's looking over at everybody frolicking and he's kind of off by himself. But I never noticed that. But, well, tell us about it, Andy. The snowball scene was memorable for the fact that uh, I was thrown over the hedge, landed on my head, and um, probably counted for the throwing snowballs at the camera. Not the wisest thing to do. And George's, uh, George's famous little clip where it's run backwards and he looks like he's taken a snowball to the knackers. Yeah, as they're pulling away, it looks like he's been kicked in the nads. He's got this really weird posture. (laughs) (laughs) And there's another part of the video where, because, you know, George Michael had that big hair, and he's walking in the snow, and his hair is all fallen. Like it's all kind of flat oh, yeah, against yeah, his yeah, head. yeah, yeah, it's, and it's, it's, it's and it looks yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Because it's like you don't really walk around in the snow like that, with you a know, big especially with your coat open and you're trying to look good. It doesn't work like that. Okay, so it was released December third. They filmed the video in November. They got back to London quick at it. So out it goes, December third. That was four days after the release of. Do they know it's Christmas by band? I don't know if that's right because yeah. according to this, when he returned home from filming, George Michael went straight from Heathrow Airport to the recording studio to join the rest of the band, the band aid to in recording. Do they know it's Christmas? Yeah. So that can fall in the same timeline of what you just said. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. No. Yay. Yeah. So George and Andrew right, went right from the airport. It looks like George had his hair frosted in the car on the way over because it looks a little fresher. (laughs) So upon its initial release in 84, Last Christmas spent five consecutive weeks at number two in the UK singles chart. Prior to this whole Band-Aid thing happening, it looked like Wham! was going to duke it out with Frankie Goes to Hollywood and their single, 
The Power of Love, which I adore. Oh, I love that God. song. The power of love, a force from above, cleaning my soul. Kevin loves that song. Frankie goes to Hollywood, The Power of Love. It is. It is it's a beautiful. Well, I the, just love it. I okay, love the video. Well, the I reason, love the song. I can't believe they sing. The it. reason I don't like it is because it's slow. Uh-huh. It's a. It's a ballad. It's very slow. It is a pretty song. Pretty words. Yeah. Pretty, but it is a slow. It is. It's a ballad, and it's Christmas, and it's a real song. badge of honor for British groups to have the number one single at Christmas. Okay. That's a thing. That's a. That's yeah, everybody yeah. wants the number one Christmas single. Okay. So they figured it was going to be those two. It was neither of them. Band Aid kept. Wham and Frankie out of the number one spot for like the next two months. Uh, that song was really, really, really popular. Everybody loved mm-hmm. that song. Yeah. But say a prayer to pray for the other one at Christmas time. It's hard, but when you're having fun. After many chart runs in subsequent years, which included three more weeks at number two and which saw the recording become part of RCA Records' catalog, Bloop. the song finally reached number one in the UK singles chart on New Year's Day 2021. Wow. Well, that's because last year was when that movie came out, Last Christmas. Yeah. Star- uh, starring the chick from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, I, just, I wasn't aware. It is a it is a really good movie. It's very sweet. It's got a, it's got a bittersweet, sad, happy. Mm-hmm. Look at me, I'm choking up just talking about it. <laughs> it's got a bittersweet, you know, happy ending to it. But it is a it is a sweet little movie. But it's it's you know it's last Christmas. Yeah. It's you know it's a sad you know it's it because last Christmas the song is actually kind of sad. It's just sung quickly, so it seems like it's a faster song than it actually. Yeah. That is completely <laughs> contradictory, Jack. I know. <laughs> With the sudden death of George Michael on December 25th, 2016, Last Christmas reached number seven on the UK singles chart for five weeks. Uh, on January 8th, 2021, Last Christmas became the very first record to disappear completely from the number one spot, exiting the official charts company top 100 with no placing on the following week. They were number one and then they were gone. And it's how is that? Oh, because I guess, cause it's a Christmas song. I, yeah. And that's the, they hold the record for plummeting. There was one other single that went from number one to like number 78, but wham holds the weird distinction of being number one and then being gone. That's very, very strange. Eh, what are you going to do? So that is the story of last Christmas and the game will be starting in a few days. Yes. Everybody, um, keep your ears peeled. And, well, um, yeah, well, I guess you're supposed to. Yeah, or, or or don't or don't. Just, well, no, <laughs> but well, of course, this is a game on your honor, so we're playing on your honor. So you have to. You I know, have a feeling. I heard it. I heard it. I have a feeling now. If we make it with, uh, with it has to be wham because I like listen to country music. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to hear it on there. So I'm going to have to actually have it be in a, a store well, or when however. I'm with you. You could you could put on WMAL when I'm in your car to try to sabotage me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I Pop uh, up and play it over the phone. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be funny? That's right. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> well, no, but I mean, honestly, I started this thinking, well, I'm out already because I listened to it numerous times getting ready for this. Uh, yeah. For this podcast. No, no, no. It drops December 1st. So you've okay. still got a couple of days. So got a couple of days. And um, yeah, everybody. And uh 
the 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 funny thing is the the funnier the place is when you heard it is better. Well, and somebody of course. like you know that song Wham's Last Christmas. Uh, I almost want to say any any mention of it, <laughs> but I I throw such a broad net. Everybody would be out by well, the fifth of December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, no, no, no. I think that's what makes it part of the fun. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. it's a great concept. So, um, yeah. Last Christmas. Um, hope everybody has a very nice Christmas and Feliz Navidad and Feliz Navidad and um, good luck Mundo. everybody. Uh, Bona Natale. Bona Natale and uh, Arriva Dirt. Arriva Dirt, your orbit. The Apple of Bee, the Girl King Hammer, the She's